Hey, y'all. Welcome to Spiritual Games. This Hi. is Layla. And I'm Megan. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Hope you guys have had an awesome week. We're a little bit like late. Oh, yeah. This. That's right. That's right. We had like people, uh, you know, hitting us up like, hey, when's the next, the next episode? And we're like, oh, right. Yeah. We're getting on that. You know, we had some stuff coming up. Yeah. But uh, thanks to y'all and, and for anticipating the next episode. Um, so this episode, we wanted to talk about um, how do we tap into creativity, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we saw an awesome TED Talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, by Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, it's called Your Elusive Creative Genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's actually the author of Eat, Pray, Love. Mm-hmm. And then what other book did you Oh, say? and uh, Big Magic, another amazing book. Um, and just like in general, like she does amazing talks and uh, like master classes for the mm-hmm. Calm app. Um, and the way that she talks about creativity, it's, for me, it just like, wow. Like it really it is. It's, I swear <laughs> it does. Cause it's like, she's oh, yeah. so into like, you know, spirituality. Like you could just tell, right? Yeah. Like she's, she digs into it. Um, and so, yeah. So, I mean, for f- overall, like I think a way to kind of like start off was like the way that she described what being creative is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she talks about it. She's like, creative is being creative means like recreating with the universe, right? So like when wow. we participate, right, in that creative process, we are participating in working with like the flow of turning something into something else. So like I love that. Like that can mean anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, she definitely like digs into that like kind of talking about how this kind of goes straight into it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> she kind of says like being a, being a genius to like having a genius and like I didn't really think about what that means like genius or artist or whatever you want to call yourself but Mm -hmm. from being like that creativity to like having the creativity because we all Mm. can have that within us right like it's a nice reframe you know like instead of like thinking that like oh this is all you right it's like uh what was the the background story like the history behind it she was talking about was Um, like um the, that people didn't believe that creativity came from human beings, right? From like a divine, right? Like a knowledge of like they didn't know what it was, but it was from a divine source, and right? They called Back it in like the day, a daemon mm-hmm. or genius, like magical divine entity basically yeah and so like back in the day that took off a lot of the pressure from like the average person so it didn't make it so like oh I wrote this piece and I'll never be able to write another piece that's better than this because this is amazing right yeah and then instead of that it's like oh no I just wrote down what divine spirit what energy told me to write you know like I was just a vessel a channel yeah and she kind of says like that way in thinking that way, the artist was in a way like protected from mm-hmm. narcissism. And it's like because that. it is a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. We can sometimes like get egotistical or can like warp the percep- perception of like creativity. Totally. And I, I get that because it's like you can put your sense of worth within that creativity, like get hard on yourself type of thing. Oh, yeah. And when we kind of separate that entity, we can, I feel like it's. Um, it's just like letting go of like the grip a little bit. Hell yeah. And by letting go of the grip, mm. you can I like that. free flow with creativity because you allow for creativity mm. to like flow through you in a way. Coming from like this divine. That's beautiful. Unknowledgeable source, you know. Totally. Yeah, that's such a cool way to think about it. That's a great reframe, you know, because I, I mean like I just – I didn't even think that I could be creative, right? Like I, I feel like I think what tends to stop – a lot of people is like that fear of rejection, like that fear of like, you know, like, Oh, who am I to like put this out into the Mm -hmm. world? You know, 
And so, but what she's talking about is like, no, but creativity is our birthright. Right. You know, we, we were born to be creative. Right. And so like, she's like, in a way, I love how she says, um, I think it might, it might've been this or in another talk where she says, um, you know, creativity, like we were created by the universe Mm -hmm. and our gift back to the universe is to be creative back. Right. I love that. I love that so much. And it's like, oh, when you put it that way, okay, like, yeah, I could do that, you know? And when we like just take a step back to look around at like landscapes and think at everything around us, like we can see creativity within Mm -hmm. that. And Mm -hmm. so just giving that space and like time to see the universe can produce that creativity as well. Absolutely. Like paying attention more, right? Like the more that you pay attention, the more that you see those opportunities or those synchronicities or those, you know, um, little like everyday miracles. And then you can tap into that and like recreate that, you know? Um, yeah. I love, wow. I love she's that. like so much mind blowing stuff that she said, like, it I mean, just so and she good. started yeah. off the whole thing with like creativity and suffering are linked and artistry leads to anguish. And I was like, right. Uh, shoot I was like this is gonna be good you're like yes I'm experiencing all of this (laughs) yeah I feel that like I do think that sometimes she gave an example that her dad was like in mechanical engineering and Mm -hmm. um that he never got like bantered about like what was the example it's just just bantered about maybe like like why is he a chemical engineer it's like no one ever questioned him right like when you're like a writer or like an artist or any anything that's more flexible or creative like we get Mm -hmm. questioned a lot like how are you gonna make yeah. Money, like, how are you going to do this? And it's aren't you and scared? Blah, yeah, blah, blah, and blah, blah. that does make someone scared. Like, yeah. I'm scared right now. Like thinking about it. Like, but it's I, like, yeah, because it is less structured, like, right? It, it but is, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, right? Yeah, it's just a little bit less mm-hmm. controlling in a way, I guess. And mm-hmm. I think that is what scares a lot of people from being creative because I do think it's mm. it's just less knowing, less knowing. Right, right. And I mean, you know, too, like in corporate structures, right? Like when we think of like, um, like in all institutions, right? In corporate structures, corporate America, in academia, wherever, like all of these entities are built upon this like very logical, structured way of thinking, aka more of like masculine energy, right? And, um, and then But you can't like always use just that logic all the time. Like you need a little bit of that feminine energy to come in. And that feminine energy resembles more of like just feeling into something, right? Mm -hmm. And like allowing for yourself to like, um, you know, just, just go with that gut feeling or go with something, you know, just to try something different. And so like what's changing now, it seems like is like more and more, of these uh, these entities of these institutions are allowing for more of that feminine energy to come in, and that's like amazing. Like if we're able to tap into that more, you know, like imagine like people will actually be able to like like love what they do yeah. instead of just tolerate it, you know? Yeah, because I do think like it is a sometimes more appealing to young grads and college people, like anybody going into like a schooling to kind of be like, I want to follow this structured plan, and a lot of people do kind of get warped and Mm -hmm. put into like that structure right away Mm -hmm. instead of maybe Mm -hmm. getting into like more flexibility totally you know that's what I was thinking when you were saying that yeah I do think it's kind of not a trap but like it's kind of just what it naturally occurs in society like you go towards college and you're like what's the next thing like how am I going to do monetize this how am I going to get this degree to do this and Mm -hmm. and it does kind of 
Well, because it's a very vulnerable thing. You know, yeah. it's a very vulnerable thing to say, like, I'm not sure how I'm going to make money. I'm not sure how this yeah. is going to work out, but I'm just going to try this out. Right. That's a very vulnerable act. And it's also it's it's a similar process when we like put something out there into the world, some kind of like literature, some kind of writing or artwork or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're putting ourselves out there in the world in the same well, way, yeah. you know. And so like that's why most people don't do it because it's yeah. vulnerable. And it's scary. It sucks. Yeah, it's so <laughs> true what you just said. Like It is super. It's like definitely like an offering of vulnerability that like, yeah. like you and you have this opportunity to connect with so many people mm-hmm. in that way. And it's. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just in my opinion, it can be scary because you don't maybe want to have that judgment and like openness to be like, this is my vulnerable offering. I'm showing you my wounds. Let me know what you think. Yeah, because it's like. (laughs) Let me show you my wounds. Yeah, that's not how I felt. I was like, this is my wounds. But, you know, like it's it's scary. Like, Mm -hmm. and I I do. Wow. I feel like I just had a little mind blown right there. Yeah, right there. Right. Damn, (laughs) that's true. I, I like how she says basically like her. Her, her, not her solution, but her encouragement would be that mm-hmm. we need to create that protective, like psychological construct between uh, ourself and like that reaction. Wow. Like, the fear, right. That's big. Yeah. And I feel like mm-hmm. having that little boundary can help the creative process that we can go on to. And like, well, after I read that, I was like, it's so true. It is like just having a little boundary and not. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, yeah, like not thinking about it so much, right? Like it's it's more like, you know, it, it's like choosing the path of like of curiosity instead of the path of like fear. You know? Yeah. Like moving towards that curiosity, moving towards like that what if, you know, instead of negating it and saying no because of fear or saying no because other people are trying to make you scared like we were talking about, right? Yeah. A lot of the time it's just like other other people's fear that is being projected onto us. And then we take that on as our own. And it's like, no, fuck that. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, seriously, like I, I do feel like because we're such a connected mm-hmm. um, society that like we can get a little bit caught up with like other people's fears and desires mm-hmm. and needs and, and take them for our own. But mm-hmm. and you can, it doesn't mean that you don't have to like still connect with other beings. It's just like when you're talking to other people about what you're doing, just know that they're on their own journey and you're on your own journey and that when mm-hmm. they come up with these fears, just know like, it's not, it's not yeah. you. It's, it's yeah. their own, you know, it's and totally they their could own. Be, yeah. like, being there to support you and love you. But if they were right. doing that in the way that, you know, mm. you kind of need, then I feel like it shouldn't definitely. Yeah. It shouldn't be that way. So I, I agree. It's like just putting that buffer there, yeah. you know, like just make, making sure you have like somewhat of an idea of who gets it, you know, and who's like supportive of it and who's like a little bit iffy about it. And um, like even, you know, right now, like I'm reading the artist way. Right. And, you know, doing the workshop. And so like they talk about like, you know, just making sure that you have your circle of like supportive, encouraging friends. And then those who maybe aren't so supportive and, you know, maybe they're just a little bit like, oh, what's the point of doing that? Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, And it's like, you know, you don't have to like stop talking to them, but just be a little bit wary and cautious Mm -hmm. about that. And that's okay. Not everyone is going to believe in what you believe in. Not everyone's going to believe in like taking a risk the way that, that you are, but like take it anyway, you know, like, like that is living creatively is like taking that risk of failing or of being embarrassed and just doing it anyway. Cause why the fuck not? You know? Yeah. I do. I do feel like we all kind of 
experience that. And I, I think a lot of times like we want to be supported by our peers. And sometimes like if we don't get that, we see it as like a, a bad sign that like maybe they're not mm-hmm. supposed to be our friend or something, but that's not, I don't feel like that's true. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's true? I mean, I mean, I think no, not necessarily. I think yeah. What you said, like I think there's just different people. Boundary, yeah. yeah. There's but, just different people on different parts of their journey. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's like, and, and when you think about it, it's like, okay, why, you know, I get it. Like there's people who are like, oh, I have this like idea for a story, but it's just like, why would I bother spending time, you know, writing this story when like, I don't know if I'm going to get any money out of it or I don't know if I'm even going to get good feedback from it. Right. And it's like, why should I do it? Well, it's like, but yeah. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like, but do it, do it anyway, because yeah, like, it shouldn't be based on those yeah, reasons. Like right? it's like, those are the things that are going to talk you out of it. Exactly. Instead, like you should be like, well, because I feel it in my bones that I have there to do this duty. Like, and there you, you should just put it out as, an, out as an offering because you're feeling that sign and not because of all those other things. But. Absolutely. Cause you feel it in your bones. I love that. Like, it's like for, when you think about it for like ever for thousands of years, like our ancestors, like, you know, did something that they, they made something into nothing or they made nothing into something. <laughs> and like, you know, they made like these beautiful, like, uh, structures or like, ritualistic, uh, you know, types of events and things like that. They made things beautiful. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and it's like, so you do that because your ancestors did that because we like, we want to be attached to like our family of origin. We want to be attached to something greater than ourselves, something greater than just paying the bills. You know, we weren't made to just like, you know, just like pay the bills and die. Right. So like these creative projects are doing something that's, uh, worth a risk um, you know, that's why it's worth it. Right. Cause we, we do it for ourselves so we can co-create with the universe, you know? Yeah. I, I love that example that she, that she used that, um, the roots, she had this like poet friend, her name was Ruth Stone. Oh yeah. And she said that her friend, that poet would feel like a poem, poem coming across like her body. Like she would feel it from like looking at like landscape or anything that mm. she was doing. Mm-hmm. And so she would like feel it within every parcel of her being and like run to go get a paper or whatever. And so like when she felt that, like she immediately put it down on paper to like mm-hmm. manifest like what she was like, what was going through her. And then like, sometimes she would right. even like miss it because she couldn't get to the paper like fast enough <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. I just felt like that was like insane because I mean, a lot of times like we can feel something like mm-hmm. out of nowhere yeah and like or like really a little song it. like a little melody yeah and like and, yeah but if we don't have anywhere to put it like sometimes like that's even yeah the problem like and I think a lot of people do go through these like mm-hmm. um periods of that creative fuel and sometimes you just don't have like the space or time or or the totally environment to like mm-hmm. manifest it out and i'm sure so, so i feel like that is like the biggest thing that we can be aware of that like we all do have that creative fuel mm-hmm. yeah but it's like, like we that. need to realize that like you can't just like mm. do it every day out of nowhere like right no, not out of nowhere but like you can't just do it when you want to do it sometimes it's more mm-hmm. the flexibility to like when you feel that within your being yeah that that's the time i love like, they're that they're not, not not a perfect time or moment or whatever and mm-hmm. it's just like it comes in waves in a way right right no I love that and and like even when you said uh you know have having the right environment right and it's like a lot of people like I've I've heard you know people say like oh well I'm just not not creative like I didn't 
like grow up in a place where, you know, that was encouraged. And I I was like, dude, I feel you. Like I did not at all, like just to go into my own kind of like spiritual game here. Right. And my own experience, it's like, um, you know, I was born to, uh, like in, in my upbringing, it was all about like just making money, right? Like you have to do whatever you have to do to make money. So I went into like accounting, did all this stuff, hated it, (laughs) was totally not for me. Um, And, you know, I was like, well, I am more of a people person. I want to like Mm -hmm. go and be talking to people, blah, blah, blah. Um, And so, you know, it took a lot to undo um, what I was brought up to do, which was like, just take this like very logical path. Right. Um, and it took a lot to take that risk and say, well, no, I'm not going to go this like easier route and not that accounting is easy, whatever. I'm just saying, I'm not going to go the route that has been paved out for me. You know, I'm going (laughs) to, what's the saying? Like I'm going to go on the road, less traveled. Right. right. And, um, so yeah, I mean, you had a similar experience, right? No, yeah. We both kind of, this is why this topic is so interesting to us because I think it really hits home that we've Mm -hmm. both been brought, brought up with a more structured Mm -hmm. like career or like path, um, paved path Mm -hmm. that we've noticed that like this wasn't for us. Like the pain of staying there was just like more than the pain of like figuring out or not the pain, but like the fear of figuring out like what else is out there. Absolutely. And then for me, like coming from kind of like a more like medical background, like I Mm -hmm. was kind of pushed towards like becoming a future doctor. Like I did clinicals in high school and then I went towards like pre-med and college and Mm -hmm. I went all the way for like three years (laughs) and realized during a physics test, like I have no idea what I'm doing and writing. And I just started crying. But then to my like surprise, I get the test back and I like pass. And I'm like, this makes no sense though. Like I passed and I have no idea what I did. You know, so it just like was baffling. And I mean, I mean not, more parts to you that you can I even mean, cash. Like, yeah, I feel like that was, like, that was just what? a funny part to say. But the, yeah. the most like, I think like soul like awakening was just like just mm-hmm. being there and feeling so helpless and just not aligned that I was like hurting and crying so much I was like this is not what I'm supposed to be doing and like just being aware of like the need then even Mm -hmm. though I didn't know what else I needed Mm -hmm. I just knew that it wasn't this right I'm taking like the leap to go towards like communications and like Mm -hmm. media like PR Mm -hmm. and stuff like that is what like I went towards even though like that's not what I'm doing exactly right now it was something else I'm just choosing and being aware that like this is not what you need to be doing right, right now and trusting so that yeah. yeah and like trusting your own experience yeah, trust that you know gut. trusting that gut feeling that says like this is not for you yeah. you know and and that's really hard that's really no, really is. really ridiculously hard um i mean when i switched from the business school to uh you know public policy mm-hmm. i mean that was a big deal and then when i moved to austin i switched from you know years and years of uh you know six years of like working and studying like uh, public policy to like, I just jumped into tech and it was yeah. just, and everyone was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> like you just like worked at like city hall and like New York state government and then DC, like, why would you leave? And it's yeah. like, you would think for all intents, all intended purposes that like, I was like, I had it all. Like I, you know, had done it the right way, quote unquote, but I was super unhappy, right. you know, like it wasn't for me. And, um, So I had to like, I have to sort of have that, have that identity crisis, right. In order to like, realize like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take a, I'm going to wing it. I'm just going to take a chance and like, see what there is in tech and, you know, and luckily it just kind of worked out, but 
not, not, it's, it's scary. Not everyone's going to do that. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times it's like by doing the things that you, in a way, don't want to do or don't like, you're going to realize that's like, you just say no to those things until you get a yes <laughs> in a way. Right. <laughs> Cause sure. like, that's kind of how, mm-hmm. kind of how I figured it out. Cause I just kept saying, seeing things like, okay, that's not what I prefer. That's not what I feel like I'm meant to do. And then you finally get to something that you're like kind of aligns with your core. Mm. And then I think like, that is how, I'm just saying, like, if you don't have a direct answer right away, like, no, like, what choice to make, just keep saying no to keep aligning yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. And when it comes to, like, in terms of, like, an actual, like, like creative endeavor, that is also very new for us, right? Like, you know, like, even the vulnerability of, of, like, putting out a podcast, right? Like, um, and, you know, a lot of our own other projects that we have going on, right? Um, So for you, you know what would you say is uh, kind of your spiritual game going on? I mean, I think the biggest spiritual game that I've been observing (laughs) throughout this conversation is for sure, like the writing in a way. And I think because I was exposed to like, you know, communications and I did like more writing in that field. Like, I think I had a little bit of an inkling, Mm -hmm. but I think for me was like when I started going to therapy, I guess, like maybe I started talking more about like what Mm -hmm. was going on internally. Right. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, like, to really internalize and understand what I was going through, I started like journaling, like what Mm. I was going through. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like by writing kind of like these healing passages or what I was observing that was going on within myself and what had happened to me in the past, like, I feel like that Mm. kind of really like allowed the healing to process because I was better, like able to understand like what was going on. Yeah. Um, And I think like, I, cool. I guess like very therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like I encourage that a lot of times because a lot of times like we don't know necessarily like what's going on or how we're feeling until we can put it down on paper and like see and like really allow ourselves like the space and environment mm-hmm. to be vulnerable because it, it mm-hmm. is harder to be, to do that with other people. But I think even with like ourselves, it can be hard. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Like, getting past all of the, um, the shoulds, you know, and like getting past like all of like the little inner, uh, gremlins, you know, like Brene Brown says, um, that are, you know, blocking you from like doing what you want to do, you know, right? Like they're telling you like, Oh, like, who are you to, to do this? You know, who yeah, are you to give I, other people advice or whatever? Right. <laughs> I definitely, and I felt that because after, you know, doing these like little journals and like writing, like, these healing captions on like Instagram and stuff. Like I felt like I really wanted to channel all that and and kind of compile all that into like a future book. Mm -hmm. And so when I started this, you know, endeavor, like maybe a couple months ago, I was like, like, who's going to listen to me? Like, why do I need to do this? And all this Mm -hmm. like fear based Mm -hmm. like questions. Right. And I was like, but like, who am I not to be? Right. There you go. Like that's Marianne. And that's it right there. Who are you not to be? But I do feel like it, it's just that's my spiritual game like just mm-hmm. seeing that like I'm gonna keep having those questions and stuff but I I think even having the reframe from Elizabeth Gilbert that mm-hmm. you know yeah it's kind of like I'm not gonna put that much pressure on myself you know having that like worth thing because I do kind of feel that sometimes I'm like why can I not mm-hmm do this like right away you know because I right. can't just like pick up my pen and start writing every day it's not like that right it's no, more totally. of like I guess it's more of like what's happening around in like yeah. life and like seeing the landscape or having it hit me. Right. Uh-huh. It's like, it's more like uh, that, that I, or like, how can you like, how can you even like take care of yourself 
like take care of your inner like artist, right? Quote mm-hmm. unquote, um, like the artist way says, um, like, how do you take care of yourself so that those instances will come to you, right? Those instances right. to write or, you know, those urges to put something out into the world, right? So it's like a lot of it is tied to like self-care and like self-love, which is like really interesting because, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Like we didn't necessarily come from like giving ourselves a lot of self-care yeah. and self-love. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's like we're, we're learning to undo that. Yeah, and, and to this day like yeah we're learning every day that like we do need to have that self-care and with the self-care I think the creative process will come as well Mm. like it's all intertwined right for sure yeah I mean this even for us is like super vulnerable right now right because like we're currently going through this this. so I'm like wow we're really like tapping into it right now yeah like it's definitely something that's like a struggle every day that like (laughs) we need to remind ourselves that this creative process is Mm -hmm. you know is challenging and and it helps to know that you're you know we're not the only ones (laughs) like I'm sure a lot of people could relate to this and will really appreciate that that it's like dude like we're we're all going through something like this right (laughs) yeah and that's kind of like our point of the podcast like we want to be inclusive that you know Mm -hmm. you guys are not the like we're all going through the same things and that by sharing like our vulnerabilities, like we just hope you guys mm-hmm. know that like it's mm-hmm. your own are welcome and that we're all going through the same kind of processes and challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And hit us up. Yeah. If you have like any like kinds of like current situations that are happening, like that's what we love to talk about, you know, just like dig into like, what's another way of looking at this? How can we look at this as an opportunity for growth? Right. Um, and like, even like recently just, um, going out and, uh, like teaching a yoga class. Right. Yeah, and no, this was totally, big. This was big. I love <laughs> her yoga Aww. class. Thank you, thank you. And it was, it was amazing. I'm so proud of you. And, but it's so funny because leading up to it though, I was like, so super nervous. Like I was like, wait, like I had all those gremlins come to me and like, you know, who am I to like, uh, you know, teach yoga and, and like, uh, help people like meditate and like give them all these like inspiring, like, you know, sayings and things to do. Like, I was just like, I'm still a work in progress. Like who am I to help someone else? You know? But then it was like, I I had to really just like get out of my own way. You know, I had to really, um, and it, it helped like, you know, going to psychosomatic therapy, you know, you know, her, she's an angel. Um, but like, it really helped to reframe and just to think a bit about it as like, well, I can be a work in progress yeah. and I can also help and others at help. the same time. Yeah. You know, you don't need to wait till you're like exactly perfect to Thank help you. other people because yes. first of yes. all, it's impossible to even be perfectly perfect exactly. and to then to help somebody, which is really hard for the perfectionist in me <laughs> um, to do, to get over. Yeah. But it's like, I'm, I'm learning, like I'm really like tr- trying to like undo it as much as possible. And the more that I take those risks and the more that I, put myself out there, the less that, um, that voice, that inner critic voice has like a monopoly over my, you know, my everyday thinking. Right. Um, and so just challenging myself to do that, um, not to over prepare. Right. Cause right. I was like really prepared to like, I was like going to write out everything. I was going to like memorize every yeah. single word. You know, I was like almost like studying for it the same way that I would like at school, you yeah. know, like prepping. Well, we kind of were trained to kind of go up like, yeah, to kind of do those things in mm-hmm. order to feel prepared. But right. it's like in this more creative realm, like that's not exactly work. like what we need to do. Totally. And we need to like relearn like well, totally. what is going to be best in order to like, like I had to like slap 
my brain a little bit. I really had to like slap it up and just be like, listen, this is not a PowerPoint presentation. Like yeah. this is, this is just supposed to come from you, you yeah. know, and you already have all this in you, you know, this stuff, you know, we went to yoga training. We like go to yoga, like multiple times a week. You know, I have my own home practice. Like I know what I'm talking about. Right. And so, um, it's like just getting out of our own way. I know for me, um, getting up there and, and recognizing like, I'm going to do away with all that I was preparing mm-hmm. and I'm just going to improv it. And I knew, I, I don't know what it was. Like I was, I was like chanting a lot. Y'all I do like chanting and like meditating and stuff. It. So, so for it me, helps. I was just like that, that helped me so much yeah. to get through it. Like, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to put my trust and my faith in the universe in the spirit and in myself that like, I'm going to be able to handle this. Right. And I'm not going to prepare for this. And I just like went up there and I just improved it. And And it showed honestly, (laughs) like it was, it was so free flowing. Like I felt like it was like Uh something came it was you and you remembered it within, Mm -hmm. but like also I felt like something was like going within you and like you were just channeling it out. (laughs) I I was honestly mesmerized. I'm glad you noticed that because that's literally how it felt. Like it didn't feel like it was like from me. It wasn't like kind of like what Elizabeth Gilbert is talking about, right? It's not like, you know, this narcissistic, like, oh, I did this. I led this beautiful class. No, it's like it came from something, some other, you know, beyond. Um, and so, you know, I was just a vessel, you know, in that process and that's all it was. And it's like, once I allow, once I show up and allow for that, um, the great creator or spirit to come in and, and, you know, I welcome that spirit in, then, I mean, it all works out and it all ends up becoming like this beautiful expression of yourself, of who you are, you know, and like, um, and, and who you like aspire to be, you know? Um, so it was like really, um, it was like a really beautiful experience. Like I, I hadn't, like, I hadn't really experienced that because I was brought up with like, you know, making sure that like your presentation is on point and like blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, and like hitting all the spots and, you know, making sure that all of your citations are correct, you know, like I, (laughs) so it's like, it's now I'm just like, super uh like sites like now I'm like okay I can do this more often now you know no that is that's kind of how I feel with writing and the whole book process like I I Mm -hmm. feel like when I see the whole thing I'm like I get that kind of a feeling like whoa like once I just let go of like having to do it by structurally way and I just kind of allowed it to in a way write itself like I saw it in the end and I was like wow like this can come together if I kind of just like let go of like a tightened grip a little bit right yeah and then I like how Elizabeth Gilbert like talks about like that scenario where you know you kind of do transcend and you do feel like that power from the divine coming through you Mm -hmm. and allowing it as an offering but then like the fear of like well can I do it again Mm -hmm. type of thing like Mm -hmm. is it ever am I ever gonna sentence and like feel like I can still do that again and again and again Mm -hmm. because like it is a fear like okay I did all this all this goodness but like can I keep going right and I feel like she said something that like really spoke to me. It was just kind of like, instead of thinking that it was coming from like your own aspect of being, it was kind of like lent it to you. Right. I like that. It's like lent Mm -hmm. to you for a short period of time to like pass it along. That's That's kind of what she says. Yeah. So if we just let go of like not fearing like, Oh, is Uh it going to happen again? And instead kind of reframe it to be like, yeah, you know, it's going to come when you need 
to like have it within you to be able to pass it along, totally. then it'll be totally. That's a bit yeah. more like that's not that's comforting, like, but just that is kind of comforting. Yeah, it is yeah. like a nice solace, right? Because it's like, oh, okay, so so it, I don't have to put that pressure on myself yeah. to like reimagine that and like just do it as beautifully as I did the last time, you know? Yeah. So that it's less pressure and that we can, we don't have to be daunted, but we can just, instead we can just show up for what we're meant to do right. when we feel right the need to do it. Right. Okay. I like that. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, as long as we're just keep showing up, keep showing up. That's what yeah. Says. It's like, you take care. What is it? Uh, in the artist way, like I'm reading right now where it's like, um, you know, you take care of the quantity Right. So the the showing up, the act of doing, mm-hmm. the act of taking a risk, whatever that risk is, you keep showing up. So you take care of the quantity and the universe takes care of the quality. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel, too. That's cool. Like, I feel like we need to keep showing up and keep like doing the things like keep setting up an environment, keep those right. supportive, creative friends that will nurture that. Keep oh, nurturing really. yourself by, you know doing like maybe yoga classes or doing anything that can allow for like that self-care, like just setting yourself up to be Mm -hmm. able to like when that create creative, like Mm -hmm. beyond divine power, like hits you, Mm -hmm. you're ready. You're ready. (laughs) You know, yes, that's perfect. So like speaking of, so like I, we always love to give you guys like tools um, that you can actually like work with. And so when we, that's a perfect segue to that. Um, you know, when we think of like tools to tapping into our creativity, a lot of it is like we were talking about, right? Like like getting out of our own way, Mm -hmm. right? So like not allowing that fear of rejection, that fear of embarrassment to stop us. And the best way to do that is like you said, taking care of yourself, right? Like filling your own well, filling your own well first, um, so that you can bring your best self forward or your higher self forward. Right. Um, and, you know, other tools, obviously, like I mentioned, like meditating and chanting, like really helps for me. Like, I just love that. Um, and you know, it just, it makes me feel like connected to something greater than myself. And, um, it just like allows me to kind of welcome that other greatness, uh, that other spirit around. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think just like realizing that, like what we have to offer is more than like, more than anything else because like like we said like we don't have to have this like we don't have to be perfect we don't have to be all the way healed in order to share like what we have to share like we honestly need to be able to just mm-hmm. want to help other people you know that selflessness can come into play and like we can allow for like what has shaped us and helped us and the tools that we've learned and just like helping with other people so that, right. a tool in it with it in itself is just to realize like you Definitely. know we have the ability to spread what we know with other people, whether we're 100% healed or not. And like just, just knowing that kind of bit of information is always a helpful tool to me every day. Definitely. I like that. Yeah. So tool right there. It's just like, yeah, just don't try to be perfect. You know, just let it go. Let go of the yeah, breath. I think, I think we've said that multiple times, but I do believe like in letting go of like a tight grip of like having the control and the need to like be perfect, we'll be able to have those like more creative juices flowing Mm -hmm. um and we encourage that like within ourselves and with everybody around us and i think it really does help that we're together in it that we we have the struggle with it but we're also encouraging our each other to do that like i think that has helped a lot because exactly yeah it doesn't matter like yeah i don't know what i would have done without may honestly (laughs) like (laughs) at the yoga event like it's just it is really helpful and comforting to have those people who like support you right and who get it um and 
So like that within itself is a tool, right? Like surrounding ourselves with others who um, not just encourage and support you, but like also just like do their own things in their own lives to take risks, right? Who um, like aren't the ones who are just going to tell you like, oh, be careful there, yeah, you know? Because obviously those people mean like they mean some well. type of well, but at the same time, when you have that like protective psychological constructive mm-hmm. boundary, like you can just, you will know that like mm-hmm. those people, like those are their own fears and like it's okay to like, keep them around, but just keep that barrier. And then also on the other hand, surround yourself with people who are taking those risks, the the road less traveled and all that, because that will encourage your own road less traveled. Right Right on, right on. Yeah. And then I guess in terms of like an actual, like, like physical tool, like the artist way, right. Totally recommend that book. Um, it's been around for a few decades, a spiritual path to higher creativity really amazing. Like I am so into this book. Uh, we're doing a, a workshop. So I, I definitely recommend that book as well. Yeah. And it's just kind of rewiring myself. <laughs> I need to get that. Tool. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. I, I got you. I got you. I'm going to get you a copy. Um, yeah. Surround yeah. yourself with others who are living in a different way, you know, living unorthodox and, you know, taking risks every day. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah. Because having... what's the alternative, right? The alternative is just like living the same way that you've always lived and doing nothing. Right. right. So like, why not just try something else? <laughs> right. It's kind of like a little surrender. Mm. And of course, we're going like to lead deeper into that maybe in our next podcast That's about true. like surrendering yes. to yeah. life or like allowing, yeah. allowing the alignment mm-hmm. to kind of I know, that. <laughs> take place. But there you go. Yeah. We hope you guys have enjoyed everything that we had to offer today. And yes. we're just excited to share every time that we like learn or experience something that we really do want to like mm-hmm. step out of our comfort zone and, you know, give it as an offering. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for like, just like even listening and just like really, um, allowing for us to tap into our creativity speaking of, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's definitely still a struggle. It's a, yeah. I mean, we're all like working on it. We're all working through it, you know, but we are all working on it together. And it's like, you know, that Anais, Nin quote where she's like, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. I love that one. I love that too. I think, oh my gosh, I feel like I can relate so much to that, but I just want us all to remember that like whatever we're going through, like that something will grow from all of that and it will be us right yes and like we gotta we have to trust that blooming process and treat ourselves delicately mm. you know and but beautiful either way we need to bloom beautifully bloom dangerously mm-hmm. bloom loudly <laughs> <laughs> just bloom y'all yeah. blossom bloom and blossom <laughs> all right bye bye y'all <laughs> From what we've learned to what we're continuously learning, can we begin to cultivate and nurture a harmonious state of balance? To take part in this conscious community, go to estateofbalance.com where we will spread awareness on in-depth mindfulness and meditation practices. With harmonious balance and lots of love, thanks for listening.